Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. Welcome to the Burley Gunner Show. Welcome to the Burley Gunner Show. Here on the Cleveland Sports Fan Network, clevelandsportsfan.com, and on Apple Podcast. Thanks for joining us on a Monday morning. Browns lose yesterday to the Chargers, 47-42, in a thriller. You think I'm upset? Nah, you think I was going to come on this show and pout and, you know, complain? Nah, what a freaking weekend it was. What a weekend. Can we just go back to Friday? Can we do that? Hello? Hey? Dr. Dog didn't want to join us this morning. Uh, says apparently he'll only join on Victory Monday. Well, damn it. The Browns are 3-2. and two, And as, as far as I see it, there's a few things that I want to talk about today. But the Browns are rolling in, in, into the postseason. It, it's, it's inevitable. They're going to win the division. They're going to the postseason. May play the Chargers. You may get the Chargers. Unfortunately, you lost that game to SoFi or at SoFi to the Chargers. So... If you were to, I don't know, if it were to come down to a tiebreaker, now the Chargers have that home field advantage. But, you know, that, that is what it is. Could you imagine that? Think about, think about Browns Super Bowl. Think about a Browns Super Bowl, but you have to play the Chargers, you know, in the AFC West or the AFC Championship game or, or some, some, somewhere along the way in the playoffs. So essentially, if you were to do that, you'd have to play in SoFi Stadium three times because that's where the Super Bowl is. Amazing. Um, listen, again, what a weekend. What a weekend. <clears throat> I absolutely love football. I just want to go back to Friday. Today on the show, we're going to discuss uh, the whole weekend of football. We are going to discuss uh, week five of the NFL. We're going to discuss the MLB postseason, we, which, is, which is heating up. It's, that's explosive right now. Hell of a weekend in, in, in the MLB, and and we move ahead to the goat bracket today. Uh, but first, let's address the elephant in the room, Cleveland. I just got done talking about the Super Bowl, but in order to get to the Super Bowl, you have to fix one thing. Everything so far, uh, special teams, the the kicker, the punter, other than Week One, everything looks amazing on the Browns. Okay, and last week we came on here and we were talking about the Browns being a top five defense in the league, which still could be true. But here's the thing. Here's the elephant in the room, Cleveland. The Browns' defense Sunday gave up 47 points. And and I think it needs to be addressed. I I think it needs to be noted that, yes, again, we said last week the Browns statistically were a top defense in the National Football League. All right? 
But when you figure that they lost shootouts against the Kansas City Chiefs on the road and they lost a shootout to the Chargers at SoFi Stadium in L.A., listen, it's a very good thing that Cleveland's defense is dominating and handling the teams that they should be dominating and handling. Okay, the offense has been firing on all cylinders all year long. There's no bit other than the Bears game, which was, you know, I think that was, you know, a, a bad matchup, quite frankly, for for the run game and for for everything. But but you you talk about you know they they didn't allow anything to Houston. You know they gave up 14 points, you know, in real game time, and then they gave up a garbage touchdown, you know, there at the end when they were you know playing off, you know, not pressing, giving about 15 yards cushion. They they absolutely mauled Chicago, absolutely mauled the Bears, you know, and they, and they took care of Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Man, they 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 didn't let Kirk Cousins in that high powered offense in Minnesota at home in Minnesota. They didn't they didn't do anything. So like I said, it's a good thing that you're taking care of business against these teams that you should be taking care of business to. But man, I get it. You're, you're, it, it's, it's, you're a young team. I get it. Young quarterback, you know, second year head coach, but, and, and you're good. But here's the thing you need to get over the hump. You need to get over the hump. Other than the Pittsburgh Steelers game and, and really the, the Titans last year on the road, I can't think of, you know, you got to win those big games. You have to beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. You have to be able to beat the Bills in the playoffs. You have to be able to beat the Chiefs and the Chargers in the regular season, okay? And in both of those games where the Chargers and Chiefs were trailing to the Browns, they ended up coming back and winning the game. Not a good sign. You have to fix that. You have got to fix that issue because that is going to haunt you and that will that will dwell on the entire season if you cannot fix that. Let's look at the upcoming schedule, though. You get the Cardinals at home next week, which is going to be, you know, that's that's a Eastern time game, which will be played at 4 o'clock. That is a prime time game. All eyes on the Cardinals who are 5-0 and and the Browns at 3-2. and this is the big one. This is your chance to redeem yourself. Kevin Stefanski, Baker Mayfield, the whole entire Cleveland Browns, this is your chance. Because right now, I could tell you what everyone else on the outside is going to be saying. Well, the Browns are 3-2. and two. They beat three bad teams, and they blew leads to two teams that are good. Well, the Chiefs, I mean, we'll get into the Chiefs, but take that for what it's worth. The offense, they have Mahomey, what, whatever. Take that for what it's worth. This 5-0 Cardinals team is coming into Cleveland with J.J. Watt, who everyone in Cleveland thought was coming to Cleveland, and he ended up signing in Arizona. He's going he's to be paired up with Chandler Jones. So what you have is you have the Browns with, with Miles Garrett, and you've got Jadavion Clowney if he can be healthy for next week's game. And then you've got J.J. Watt, and you've got Chandler Jones. What else do you have? Well, you have two Oklahoma Heisman quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray, both going number one overall, both going head-to-head against each other. Okay? What else do you have? You've got Cliff You've got Cliff Clingsbury. You've got Kevin Stefanski. Two really good young head coaches going up against each other. These two teams are very similar 
when it comes to the intangibles, how the teams are built, how the teams operate, not the same. The Browns will ground and pound. The, 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 the Cardinals are just a fast. They're, they just want to go, 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 go. That's what they want to do. You know what would be a good matchup? Cardinals, Charger, Chargers. The Chargers and the Cardinals would be a hell of a matchup because the Chargers, what they want to do and what the Cardinals want to do, they want to run as many plays as they can. As many plays as we can. And the Browns, same way. Let's run as many plays as we can and let's and let's chew the clock and let's control time of possession. And the Browns did that yesterday against the Chargers. But this game, man, because after the Cardinals, so if you lose to the Cardinals, you're three and three. Sure. Then you get the Broncos, the Steelers, the Bengals, the Patriots, the Lions. That sounds like five straight wins in a row for Cleveland, which would put you at about eight and three. Okay? And with an 8-3 and three record, you're still going to be sitting back assuming that they lose to the Cardinals. And again, I'm not saying they lose to the Cardinals next week. Absolutely not saying that at all. But hypothetically speaking, if you lose to the Chargers and then win your next four games or five games in a row and you're 8-3, and three, there's still going to be that asterisk saying, well, you lost to three good teams and you beat five or excuse eight bad teams. Because, quite frankly, the Texans, the Bears, the Vikings, the Broncos, the Steelers, the Bengals, the Patriots, and the Lions all would be eight wins, and none of those teams I, I would see in the postseason. Maybe the Vikings, maybe the Bengals, I don't know. Joe Burrow's already having injury uh, injuries, uh, problems. I don't see how that O-line is, it, but it has been playing very well. It's been protecting him to an extent. I just don't see how he's going to withstand, you know, the hits and everything. I don't, it's just eight easy wins. You need to go out and, and beat the Cardinals next week. You have to. This is the redemption. Because then you can say, well, after, you know, that five that five-game stretch, you could say, well, we're 9-2. and two. Yeah, we lost to the Chargers. Yeah, we lost to the Chiefs. That was, you know, earlier in the season. We bounced back. We beat the Cardinals. But, I mean, you, 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 you don't want to lose to the Cardinals. You just don't. Because then after that five-game stretch, you know, what happens if you play the Ravens two times in a row and you lose? It's just, like I said, I, and I hate to be the bearer of, like, this whole bad news Cleveland Browns thing on the Cleveland sports fan two weeks in a row on Monday morning. And I'm sorry, because last week I came on here and I had negative things to say even after a win. And, and now I have some negative things to say about the defense. Um, it's just like you you have to be, if you want to be top dog and you want to play with the dogs, then you got to bark like the dogs. Okay? You got to bark like the dogs. You can't just, you know, prance through the NFL season and and, and pick on these you know, small, uh, you know, these small teams that just aren't, aren't doing anything and then expect to get to the playoffs and, and, and light it up. Because let's be honest, quite frankly, the Pittsburgh Steelers were nothing last year in the playoffs. It's not like you went in there and, and, and took down, you know, the Super Bowl defending, you know, champion, whatever. The, the Chiefs, or, or, the, the Steelers were nothing last year in the playoffs. 
Okay, so it's still a great win. Without your head coach, you go into Heinz Field, like absolutely great win. And I'm not taking any, anything away from the Browns right here. But you have to beat the Cardinals next week. You have to, okay? And let me talk about the Cardinals. I'll switch over back to the NFC West. Listen, this, this one, I might, I might have been wrong about this one. Okay, at the beginning of the season, I said 49ers, best team in the NFC West. I said Cardinals, strong dark horse at second place. I don't think that they can get it done. But you know what, man, I, 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 can't, I can't get behind the 49ers anymore, I don't think, when you think about it. And they have literally, not now currently because of health issues, but with quarterbacks healthy, the 49ers... Two quarterbacks, Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance, are literally the fourth and fifth best quarterbacks in the NFC West. It's really hard to back that, especially when the team as a whole isn't playing up to par. That team as a whole, I believe, is the best group. But you know what? It's hard to come back from this deficit early like this. The the Cardinals are going to have to to lose some games. You are two and three, and they are five and zero. Oh. If anything, the Rams should be in that two spot. The Cardinals in the one, and the 49ers at the three. I'm not taking the Seahawks out of the the four spot. I just can't, especially after losing Russell Wilson. I don't get. I I don't give a rip about Geno Smith. He didn't look bad when he had to come in. Uh, the when Russ went out with the with the finger injury. But it, come on, you're you're not you're not gonna sell me on 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 Geno Smith when I already said that the Seahawks were the worst team in the division. So I, I just don't see you're right. I or I'm wrong. I should say you, you may be right. I don't know. I don't know what you. I don't know. I don't know what you predicted. You might have picked the Rams, the Seahawks. I don't know. It's a fun division to talk about. It's a fun division to to break down. And I love every single one of these games. That Cardinals 49ers game was was intense. The 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 Niners made a small little comeback at the end, but ultimately, I mean, it was clear as day who the better team was, at least yesterday. And, and, you know, this, this, might, this might backfire on me like the Atlanta Braves and the MLB because at the beginning of the baseball season, I had predicted the Atlanta Braves to be the best team in the National League. Once Acuna went down, I came on the Burley Gunner show and said, well, there, there they go. They're done. And clearly not done after, you know, the, the trade deadline and all that. You know, adding everyone that they that they did and making the nice run that they did. The hell, they won their division. So completely wrong on that. So I may be wrong on this. I I might be throwing in the towel too early on the 49ers. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I'm a big believer in quarterback play. I'm a big believer in head coach. Now they do have the head coach, but when you look around the rest of the division, I don't know, man. I don't know quarterback coach combo might not be the best as it might not be the best um it's tough let's move to baseball so the MLB postseason let's let's take you back to Friday where the Houston Astros went up a 2-0 lead so we talked on Friday morning the Astros are up 1-0 they beat up on this on the White Sox and and, and handled them 9-4 that was an easy one the Brewers 
like we said, they took care of business against the Braves. Um, that series actually is a little dicier than I thought it would be. The Braves actually won that one three to nothing, and I might actually be leaning Braves in that series now. But the Red Sox, how about we talk about the Red Sox? Let's talk about the Red Sox in the Rays. So we talked about Boston a ton at the beginning of of the playoffs about how they shouldn't have got in. They, you know, they a lot uh, the Blue Jays should have been in, how the Mariners deserved it more. Boston played like crap the last 2 weeks. They were losing series to teams below 500. Listen, Boston might take this series. They really might. Now, game number four is tonight at 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific. It's in Boston. I don't know if they finish it off here. Again, Erod is on the mound I mean, historically speaking, the Rays and Erod, it doesn't really fare well for the Boston Red Sox, but who knows? Who who knows what's going to be in store for the Rays or the Red Sox tonight? But even if the series happens to go back to Tampa Bay, because quite frankly, I really do think it goes back to Tampa Bay with, with the Rays winning here, I'm not counting Boston out anymore. I'm just not. They have continued to prove me wrong left and right. Every weekend, and I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm done rooting against them. I'm done, I'm done coming on this show and saying how they shouldn't be here because they keep proving me wrong, and I guess they should be here. So the Blue Jays, the Mariners, you'll, you'll have your crack next year. Damn, I just, that hurts, it really does. But I, I, I wanted to get that off my chest first because we, we have, we have all the games today, every last one of them. All of the series are today, so we're done talking about Boston. Whatever. Whatever. Like I said, Brewers-Braves today, actually, that's the first game. That's 1 o'clock Eastern. That's coming up. So you you actually might be listening to this during the game. Who knows? Astros and the White Sox follows, and then we've got Giants-Dodgers. So let's break down Brewers-Braves. Freddie Fastball, Peralta on the mound versus Ian Anderson. I think I'm actually switching my opinion on this series. At least on this game. I said on Friday that this could be a sweep, and this could be maybe the only sweep of the entire uh, postseason, but obviously not. I I, I think the Braves picking up that game in, in game two was huge. I didn't, I didn't see it coming. I didn't expect it. But now that they have that game and they're heading back to home, that place is going to be rocking in Atlanta. And, and I don't know. I just think that the bats in Atlanta are going to be on fire tonight. I don't think it's going to be necessarily a pitcher's duel. The bullpen in Milwaukee is better. I understand that. But I, I, I don't know. I still think the Braves pull it out tonight, and, and we'll have to get a better feel on that. They would have a 2-1 uh, lead in that series. So, the other ones are the Astros, White Sox, again, Giants, Dodgers, which that's the fun one. But the Astros and White Sox. So, my pick to win or go to the World Series, win the American League Central. And ultimately, I do think that they will hoist the uh, the World Series trophy. Carlos Rodon takes the mound, lefty against the Houston Astros. 
So the Houston Astros bullpen is taxed. The starting pitching is taxed. They don't really have the arms. The White Sox were firing on all cylinders last night in their game on Sunday Night Baseball where they put up 12 runs. They won 12-6. to six. The, the Their bullpen looked fire. Everything about the White Sox right now is trending the right way. I did think that if they lost game one, they would win that game two and then finish it off in game four. But it looks like we're going to have to head back to Houston and take another one. I don't know. Maybe Lance Lynn on the mound in that one. I I can't really justify sending him back out there another game at 0-6 with a 6 ERA. But it seems like that might be the way that it's shaping up with Rodon on the mound here today. But I do think the White Sox will will tie this series up and, and we're going to head back to Houston. But here's the fun one. And this was fun all weekend long as on Friday the Giants uh, took a 1-0 lead on the Dodgers, 4-0. And then we had the uh, a little bit of a, a, a blowout. Dodgers, it was all Dodgers on, on Saturday. So... The thing one, the thing is, the Dodgers are taking care of business, and I'm going to have more to say after this series breaks down because, and, and when it's completed, but the Dodgers should win this, and we talked about this on Friday. The Dodgers absolutely should win this series. There's no reason that they shouldn't. There's no reason they shouldn't. The highest payroll in baseball, they won the World Series last year without Trey Turner, and without Max Scherzer, they're sending Max Scherzer out on the hill tonight in Game 3 against the Dodgers. It's just, it doesn't look good for the Giants. It just doesn't. And congrats, like, kudos to the Giants. Like, like congratulations. And I'm not being a smartass. I'm really not. They won 107 games this year. Okay. I didn't even have them coming close to making the postseason. Them being in the them being in the National League Championship Series. Yeah. Okay. If you would have told me Giants National League Championship Series playing for the right to go to the World Series. If you would have told me that in April. <laughs> are you kidding me? If the Giants pull this off, there is nothing but to point a finger to the Dodgers organization because, quite frankly, they can't let this happen. You lost the division. You gave it up. You lost it by a game. It seemed like it didn't really matter as much. As, as, as much as people say, well, you want to win the division, it seemed like in that locker room it didn't matter as, as much to win that division. It seemed like it mattered more to not have to play a one-game wild card than it did to win the division. The Dodgers don't care about the division. The Giants can have it, okay? Quite frankly, I thought the Padres were going to take it from the Dodgers. But here we are in the postseason of October, again, the number one, the, the 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 number one payroll in baseball of all of baseball. Okay, the team that went to the World Series, lost, then added Mookie Betts, won a World Series, turned around the next season, 
added Trey Turner and Max Scherzer to lo- to go along with the shortstop that they already had who won the MVP of the World Series the previous season. To go, to go along with Walker Buehler, to go along with Julio Urias, to go along with everybody. Cody Bellinger is the Dodgers' worst player right now. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. That is a good thing. And he played, he, he had a hell of a weekend. You tell me that, that Cody Bellinger, you, 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 you're thinking about starting or sitting Cody Bellinger? How do you lose this series? I'm picking the Dodgers to win tonight, and I, and I don't know if the Giants are going to win another game. Game one against the Dodgers may have been it. The Cinderella team with the Cinderella story, I just don't see a very good outcome. And whoever wins in the Brewers-Braves series, well, I hate to break it to you, but you're going to lose to the Dodgers as well. The Dodgers will be in the World Series. That, as long... I'm not going to tell you that I can promise you that. What I can tell you is, statistically speaking, when you look at the payroll, there's absolutely no reason. When you look at the lineup, when you look at the pitching matchup, there's no reason the Dodgers shouldn't be in the World Series. And there's no reason... The Giants should be preventing them to be in the World Series. All right. So last week we talked about and we introduced the Burley Gunner Show Goat Bracket, which features eight of Burley Gunner's goats, greatest of all times and what they do, uh, my opinion. Uh, and I, 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 took, I, I took consideration some obvious ones, Serena Williams, Tiger Woods, but I would have had Tiger Woods in anyway, probably Serena Williams in anyway. Um, the first matchup we had was LeBron James versus John Cena. If you missed that, go back last week's episode that we have that for you here on the Cleveland Sports Fan. We will have the bracket on the Facebook page, the Cleveland Sports Fan Facebook page. Go check that out. We'll have the bracket. It's an eight. Uh, person bracket again LeBron James moved on past John Cena obviously Um, the next matchup for today that we want to talk about is Mariana Rivera versus Tom Brady listen uh, obviously this one's going to be inevitable Tom Brady's the you know he's going to move on past Mariana Rivera unlucky draw The, the seating was completely random how this how this panned out but let's talk about Mariana Rivera and why he made this list as the GOAT. So when I think of baseball GOATs, when I think of greatest of all time, and yeah, I get it, Babe Ruth, and he's he's the GOAT, he's the greatest. You know, that was 100 years ago. You know, I don't know that. I, I couldn't tell you that. I, I couldn't tell you if Babe Ruth would be able to hit, you know, off of Max Scherzer. You know, baseball today and 100 years ago is different. Same as basketball, same as football. I can't sit here and honestly give you the comparison. So when it comes to greatest baseball player of, of of all time, when it comes to greatest baseball player of my time, it would have to go Mike Trout would be my time, you know, the last 25 years, in my opinion, personally. 
But when you just think of all these great players, Derek Jeter, Alex Rodriguez, I love Barry Bonds, Ken Griffey Jr., which one's the best? How do you balance a baseball player? How do you, how do you look at, at a baseball player and rank them high to low? One plays shortstop, one's an outfielder, one hits for power, one steals bags and hits for contact. One sits behind the plate, calls a beautiful game, and hopefully he can hit you for, for 280, but he's not really going to have a bunch of power. But And then you got guys who are, are dominant on the mount. How do you grade a pitcher? So Mariano Rivera makes perfect sense because the gap between closer, I, I don't even know who the second greatest closer of all time is. Before the show, I wanted to look that up, and I said, you know what, it doesn't matter. Why? Mariano Rivera leads the MLB in saves in history. He's the greatest closer of all time. He's one of the greatest Yankees of all time. And I think that when you think of goats in baseball, he's got to be the goat. The gap between him and the next guy is there's not there. It's there's not even a gap. It's not even there. It's like the outer outer space that would just have. Imagine the outer space with just one planet. There it is, Mariana Rivera, the greatest closer of all time. But unfortunately, Mariana, you're going to be closed out in the first round because you got the you got the bad end of the stick. You got the bad draw. You drew Tom freaking Brady. And he's definitely going to move on. I don't care how many saves you, you've had, Mariano. I love you. Hell of a career. Goat of baseball. Goat closer. But Tom Brady is going to move on. And I don't even need to explain why Tom Brady will go up against the winner. This this matchup will be uh, featured next. This matchup's fun. Tom Brady will get the winner of Serena Williams and Tiger Woods. That one is going to be a hell of a one. Because that one, those are both, you know, two, you know, goats that are single athlete performers. They don't, they don't have a team. You know, they're not, you know, Mariana Rivera, Tom Brady, Tiger, or not Tiger Woods, uh, Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, LeBron James. Those are all, you know, those are all guys that are on a team. So this one's going to be a fun one. Uh, this will be tomorrow's uh, show, Serena Williams versus Tiger Woods. And then the winner of that one would get Tom Brady in the uh, semifinals, the other side of the bracket. Again, you can go on the Cleveland Sports Fan Facebook page and see this. The other side of the bracket will be John Cena, or excuse me, LeBron James moving past John Cena. He will get the winner of Wayne Gretzky and Michael Jordan. Kind of funny how the dice rolled on that one. I don't know. I might have I might have rigged that part of the, the bracket. Who knows? Almost time for baseball. That does it for us on the Cleveland Sports Fan Network, clevelandsportsfan.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Dog check. Really going to show.